0: Your father Productions presents. In conclusion, we digress. The best hour of your life, will never get back.
1: Hello and welcome back to episode nine of In Conclusion. We digress. Hope you guys are having a good week so far and keeping healthy. And as always, joining me are the boys from the Upper East Side: Kyle, Pat,
0: and Mike. Guys, how's your week going? Well, cool, friends. It's gone. I got outside, took a walk today for the first time in 59 days-ish, so that was really nice. I walked like three-ish miles. It was really beautiful today.
1: Uh, Super nice. Well, I have the spotlight. Got to uh, say we lost a good one, boys. The uh, the original Joe Exotic, original Tiger King. We lost uh, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy, so uh, pour one out. For, uh, for the homies. Real quick, I'm,
2: I'm sure Carol Baskin had a hand in that. I <laughs> <laughs> also would like to call out Mike for being a fan of mid-80s pop culture. So
1: I am a fan of mid-80s pop culture. Also, Roy Horn really missed a great opportunity on a perfect porn name.
2: You probably also
1: like, listen to Poison. Uh, I was a big Styx guy, okay?
2: <laughs> Fair enough. I
1: respect that, actually. <laughs> Come Sail Away is... That's a great song. Also joining us as always, tonight from Roosevelt Island, we have Tom. Tom,
2: what color is your chameleon today? Gray. She's been pissed. So she she shedded the other day. She was gray, and she's like going around her cage itching, trying to itch herself to get her little skin off. And she can typically peel within a day, but if you help her out, she'll look at you like, bitch. Because you can only see one of her eyes, but she, and it freaks out. But you go to touch her, and she zeroes in on you, and she's like, the fuck away from me. But, yeah, it's been an adjustment. I mean, I've only been a dog dad before, so being a chameleon dad is quite the challenge.
3: Is it the equivalent of, like, picking the turds off the street, like, helping your chameleon shed, like, peel the skin off if if needed? We definitely
0: still us to clean up shit, because it definitely still shits.
1: Lastly, joining us from the other side of the Hudson River, as always, in Hoboken, we have... Carl, so Carl, how you doing? How's your plant situation?
4: We're doing good over here. Uh, today's Water Wednesday, so they got a nice, healthy meal of water. So they'll be good for another week. Nice, man. Carl's that's so responsible,
1: so adult. What do you guys think is more responsibility, Carl's plants or
4: Tommy's chameleon? Ooh, I don't know. I I have the. Numbers. I don't know. What, I, I have like, like Carl has plants. desert
2: plants though. I don't know what taking that's care like a, of a, a small lizard entails. I don't know. A plant to me is you set it and you forget it for 24 hours. You set it in the windowsill and you forget oh, it and you water it well, Apparently a week car.
4: Yeah, about a the week works
3: fine. Is it like a cactus? Does it store water in its in its veins, so to speak?
4: That is incorrect. It's actually a spider plant. So they're, It's like an air purifying plant. They're low light, pretty easy to take care of. I actually have one for the Roosevelt Island boys that Dan's gonna come pick up. Air Honestly, my mama. she gave them to me, And that, and they're like fifty years old. I so saw them too, Carl. It'll
2: make that's gonna make a good plant for Charlie to climb on, actually, when she becomes <laughs> oh, when she's yeah. of age. It's like you buy your kid a Toyota Camry when your kid is sixteen. A used Toyota Camry at mm-hmm. that. This is that used Toyota Camry. Or I'm Or a Honda. Animal cord or something. Yeah. or if you're a little wild like my dad was a Honda Civic coupe with a oh, shit on unhinged oh. ooh unhinged
0: oh. <laughs> spoiler adds adds 10 horsepower fun fact very nice spoiler adds 10 horsepower
2: and a spoiler <laughs> on a Honda Civic
0: coupe is even better because because of how physics works and how cars work a Honda Civic is front wheel drive so when you have more pressure from the air going over the rear wheels that aren't doing anything it doesn't do very much
2: come on pat Pat, you're usually the uh, physics guy. Come on, you're disappointing thus far tonight, but whatever. <laughs> well, so Matt, I'm not really
0: sure if
1: Pat actually knows how to
2: drive. We drove, uh, we were, I'm against it.
0: Oh, you, yes, you know you oh, did. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, we exactly. didn't even die at all. What are, what are we talking about tonight,
1: Dan? I think as everyone has kind of already seen, um, if you listen to the first couple episodes of our podcast, all of us on Inclusion, We Digress, I would say are pretty inquisitive people. We like to ask a lot of questions and certainly seek out those answers as well. And I know especially Carl is someone who asks a lot of questions, especially in our group chat. We usually get at least a couple of questions a week from Carl and usually heavily debated in our group as well. So we're always asking questions and trying to find the answers. And I think that's a good topic for this week is some of the questions that we've all come across that we're just looking for answers to. So today we'll actually start with the question master himself, Carl. And here are the questions that was on his mind. So, Carl, floor is yours, man. What's on your mod?
4: So, I moved into my apartment in October. So, it's been quite a while, and I'm still finding like little things here or there that needs to be like fixed or changed to my liking. So, my question that I've been really thinking about is why the fuck do landlords do a half-ass job fixing something, knowing you're gonna ask the property manager to fix it anyway? I'll give you an example. So, in my kitchen, I have a hood over my oven, as most people do, and they taped the light, the light cover, onto the bulb. So it, it's ready to fall off at any time. And why do you think that that's just going to fly and the tenant is <laughs> well, just going to accept that?
3: I'm going to jump in really quick and just say that duct tape is one of the premier modes of engineering today. it's not right? even duct
4: tape it's fucking packing tape. okay never mind I assume
1: <laughs> Pat if I may what happens when we assume things
2: we make an ass out of we you make an ass out of you and we make an ass out of me. Oh Thank my god you. dad shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Carl,
1: Carl you no, need to no. you need to keep these problems <laughs> around because in all honesty once you finish like fixing all of these problems your girlfriend has absolutely no reason to keep you around.
4: You have a point there <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: You've, like, served your useful purpose, and you might as well be the once-a-week watered spider plants.
4: Yeah, I, it, I, I think mean, the quarantine the, handyman sounds much better than the plant guy, the watering <laughs> plant guy.
0: Yeah,
1: You're going to be a handyman pretty oh, soon if you fix
4: all the, these issues.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't really agree with you more about the whole half ass thing. And I know that Mike and Pat will agree with me because we all live in the same apartment. And we all live in the same building that is maintained to the extent that it doesn't fall over. And oh it did that, it started
1: no, to it no. started to fall over,
0: oh, yeah, no, something fell off our building at one point, and now there's yeah. scaffolding outside and a piece
1: annoying. of was it plaster just
3: just
0: yeah, it was just plaster.
3: it made a giant noise, and of course, you know the n y p the New York fire department sent six trucks or, or whatever it was.
0: Um, I love how I wasn't here for the one like really interesting thing that's happened in our building, but yeah, no, like our apartment is so. All the fixes that they made were so half-assed.
1: Wait, somebody died next door, and that was, like, the fire department thing?
2: We don't talk
1: about (laughs) that.
0: And then a very nice man knocked on our door and said he lived in that apartment and he was going to do something. We were all like, yeah, sure. Oh, God, did we tell him?
2: Did it stink?
0: I don't. They found him next to a handle of Johnny Blue. If
1: this turns out to be, like, a murder murder investigation, we we are fucked, because... The cops used our fucking oh, fairway so far- bags as evidence bags. So our fingerprints are all over everything. What
2: have you, what have you done, Mike? That they'll be like, oh my God, he's associated with this? No, but what I'm saying is like... Oh, the Hopefully our they door don't think he's, we murdered him.
1: Yeah, he, he's like bagging <laughs> stuff up from the guy's apartment. And he's like, oh, we ran out of bags. Do you mind if we borrow some plastic shopping bags from your apartment? So I handed the guy like five fairway bags and was like, oh yeah, no problem. And then as that's happening, there is a
0: body in the body. A gurney.
1: Like getting wheeled down the fucking stairs and they're like using our bags to pack this man's belongings into. And all
0: three of us saw the body. They couldn't have waited another three minutes to to move the body after they asked us and our doors were closed. They had to move the body when we were all looking in the hallway.
3: They were like, gotcha, no plastic bags in New York City. Come with
0: us.
3: (laughs) We will
1: confiscate these from
2: you. So what you're saying is an
1: elaborate prank to try and make sure that people were no longer hoarding plastic bags in the city. Obviously,
2: yeah.
3: Fake
1: a fake a death. <laughs> yeah. Just to it make sure
0: a that we're not. Hoarding bags
1: it was scared straight, but for plastic bags in New York City. But back to Kyle, for plastic fixing bags. things around our apartment. Come on, Kyle. What were you saying?
0: I mean, I was just saying, like, I I, I agree with, with Carl because I actually painted my bathroom over the weekend. Very proud of myself.
1: It
4: came um, out awesome.
0: Yeah, it looks really good. I'm very. I, I did a good job. And what I, I was seeing himself. as I was standing I I it is dark blue for anyone who needs context
2: um because it's like I'm a little really royal isn't it It kind of it's like it's, royal. it's
0: a little it looks very light in pictures compared to in person so as i'm sanding the walls down i'm like noticing all these shitty patch jobs and i i swear there are six holes probably in the three-ish mm-hmm. walls in my bathroom but you both know what i mean you live here oh no
1: no our apartment is terrible since we've moved in things that do not work all of our windows at some point in time have had a problem when we've needed to fix them. Yes. Uh, that piece fell off the front of the building. Yes. Uh, our floors are at a ridiculous slant. Like if there's ever like water, how I met if your, if
0: your mother ever... a tripla, like that's <laughs> yeah. the level of slant that we live at. Our Just floor is our such a, like, it's a, not that, that much bad. No, we, not that our bad. Entire
1: apartment. we turned our entire apartment around and we put the TV on the opposite side of where it was. And the slant was so bad when we finally set the TV, it almost fell forward.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The was like is t- dramatic. Yeah. It, it I stand a on the incline every day, and my my left leg and my right leg feel very differently because one is, like, fighting to be on one angle and one's on the other angle because I stand when I work.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you guys have the most put-together apartment in Roosevelt Island. You guys had the most move-in-ready apartment. I feel like when we moved in, it wasn't terrible, but there's always, you know, we kind of got like a half-assed dishwasher. The paint job was not great. Like, it's you know, kind of halfway across the room, and then they just stopped. I don't know. I mean, Tom, do you see any glaring discrepancies that the the landlords left for us when we first moved in?
2: Uh, Not really. I mean, I think Mike's right. It was pretty move-in ready. Like, the place was clean. The paint is fine. And it's relatively – in comparison to your guys' place, it's relatively easy to move into. You know, we live on a first story with a ramp, like you guys live on a in a walk up. Fifth like, floor walk up, where mean, I want to die every time. Yeah, but you guys have it's the outdoor space. We, a, yeah, true. Yeah, you guys, it's that's the advantage. Tat, whatever, it's uh, yeah. There were
3: I think someone left a bunch of random Smirnoff ices in there when you moved in because there were a whole bunch. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Well,
0: those are disgusting. I think his name might have been Pat, and the, and the other guy's name might have been Mike. Yeah, it's one
1: in
2: my fridge, and I refused to drink it.
1: Dude, was that the one is that the one in the iron box? That was the last one, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you you know, that was a raspberry one that I drank. You guys like, are fucked up. Like Tom. Like Tom goes, Which one on the iron box? No, I saw I I witnessed that one and it was disgusting. So Carl, I guess
0: still like circle back and attempt to answer your question.
4: I guess it has to be cost. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't because if everything was like modern and up to date and there's less issues, like you could charge a higher price for rent and then there's less problems you have to worry about, like them getting worse. Sometimes if you like ignore a problem, they do get worse and that's how it gets more expensive. So, Dan, who's,
1: who's question we addressing next? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to, to offer mine. This actually came up on a dating app, which, going back to episode three, you haven't heard it yet. Listen to our dating episode. Really good uh, time talking about relationships and dating during quarantine. But I was talking to this girl on Hinge this week, and her Ooh. prompt on when she matched with me, as if anyone doesn't know, Hinge, you can match with someone based on either their picture or on a question or a prompt that's on their profile to add more kind of conversation context so her prompt was agree or disagree that kicking and screaming is Will Ferrell's best work as an actor it's it's a good question and it brought me you know down a rabbit no. hole again of Will Ferrell movies and you know I my personal opinion I, I don't think it is I think he has a lot better you know movies that he has out there but Anyone's free to, to chime in as well. Do we think that Kicking can for you is Will
0: Ferrell's best? No, I can name for
1: you at least ten
0: movies. Well, okay, don't give us ten. We don't have fucking time for that. Show. No, we don't. No, time, I'm sorry. not going to.
2: No, no, no. Try, a movie
0: I here. Give, give us your top to one. What, what's
1: his best one? If it's not what's King his favorite? best one? We want one.
0: Okay,
3: so are we going the movie that he's best in, or the best movie that he is in?
1: Give him his best I movie and then his give his your favorite.
3: <clears throat> yes. Right. Okay. I would say the his, so his personal best, best movie is either Anchor. Uh, either Anchorman or Talladega Nights, just because the the character. So I'm gonna have to. That's really where he like. i in 50 that 50. in that
0: level of comedic yeah. character. Uh,
3: best movie that he's in, I'm gonna have to go with Wedding Crashers because that cameo is just absolutely
1: ridiculous. Wow, the meatloaf. <laughs> Tom, what do you think? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> best movie?
2: Well, we'll hit his, his best Dan performance and, I, and then best movie. His best performance, I think. So Dan and I sort of had a a one off before this. I think. I don't know if everyone here is, or any of the listeners that have ever seen every, Anything Must Go. It's sort of an indie film, but it's legitimate. It's about a relatively high-powered executive who gets fired for getting blacked out at a company event, and then he meets the neighbor, yada, yada. I'm not going to give everything away, but it's like the most legitimate acting job I've seen from him in a serious setting. I actually respect him a lot for it. That being said, that's not typically the role that he plays and then i would say that either you know in terms of the typical will ferrell that we know and love i would either say touting Good nights or Step Brothers* is is my top movie for him i think you got to throw so i'm gonna throw an honorable mention
3: in there the other guys every yeah. single scene I, I i laugh at
0: i i actually
1: agree with tommy that i think his best performance is anything or everything must go it's his one Serious role that I've seen him in. I don't know if he's done much else serious work, but it's actually, there's funny, you know, comedic moments, but for the most part, it's serious movies. He actually does a really good job acting in it. But my personal favorite Wolfram movie is actually The Other Guys. I think every line from that movie is memorable and hilarious. And I can watch that movie a hundred times and laugh every time, Mm -hmm. no matter, you know, how many times I see it. So I I think that's my personal choice. But anyone else want to chime in? Yeah. So first uh, off, Dan. You gotta drop the hinge, we get it, you fuck. Uh, <laughs> as an actor of the uh, Film Actors Guild. Film, uh, the film Actors Guild. So as an actor of the Film Actors Guild, I think that his <laughs> most diverse and broad role that really showcases his acting talent would be uh, La Casa de Mi Padre, a little known indie film that he does completely in Spanish. It uh, has such cameos as Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite and Nick Offerman. Highly recommend it. Is, I think, Diego Luna or like a knockoff Diego Diego Luna? Yeah,
3: Diego. No, it is Diego Luna.
1: Yeah, it's Diego Luna. My favorite Will Ferrell movie is, I know you guys are going to be surprised by this one because I like so many of them. I would say him being Frank the Tank from
2: Old School. That's great. That doesn't surprise me at all. I am behind that. When it hits your lips, it's so good. It's so good. I
1: think it is the most <laughs> respectably quoted Will Ferrell movie because I think a lot of Will Ferrell movies are uh, overquoted. quoted I, mean, I saw that meme the other day. It was like before memes, it was, you know, men just sat around in a circle and quoted Anchorman. Like, I think Anchorman is amazing. Love Anchorman, but overquoted. quoted Stepbrothers, like, a lot of stuff. But I think something like old school, it's played just enough on like TNT, at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and it has just enough quotable lines that I think it's a perfect Wolf Earl movie.
0: I, I'm gonna have to go with the classic that is Anchorman just because of the, what that has spawned and what that has you know done for what I'll call the culture. Is and that my your best second favorite, or favorite movie, definitely. Then? I think that's my favorite one. I think his best okay. performance is probably, I, I've never seen Everything Must Go, I'll confess that. So I also might have to give it to Anchorman just because of the way that he like sells that character. He never deviates from Ron Burgundy in that way. But I also have to give my, my Honorable Mentions Blades of Glory, 100%. I think that is oh, that's Glory. That's a good one. one. Yeah.
2: If, yeah. Oh, that is a good one. And big, speaking of if you Honorable Right out of
0: back pocket, bitch. There we go.
2: I don't know. I, honorable Mentions is making me think about Elf right now.
4: Oh,
0: I mean, fuck. yeah, that's also fair. What do you mean? Oh, fuck! Why did you not think of that immediately when we talked about well, Will Ferrell? Well, I just Farrell?
1: think we kind of pigeonholed ourselves into the more adult Will Ferrell movies, Dirty. where we because right. we try to be as far
2: away.
0: When
1: is it, Will, Will Ferrell ever made movie? in a,
2: he makes adult movies, but not adult movies? Like he doesn't make a, movies that are no, he wasn't designed saying. for he a makes mo- porn. Important. No, no, listen, hey, we're talking <laughs> about the style of humor, right? I would say the style of humor is con- in Elf is consistent with that of the other ones. It's just more for a PG, PG-13 audience.
0: Yeah. Like instead so of so saying fuck, yep, he yep. says cotton-headed nitty-muggins.
2: Thank you.
3: Yeah. yeah, which is arguably a more a bigger insult. I would I would argue to Nowadays. some people
0: apparently.
4: Well, I'm not going to repeat too much. Um, I just uh, I would agree with Dan. I think the other guy's is fucking funny, and I think it shows off uh, some of his skills as an actor. Like he starts out as a pretty much a pushover, and then he transitions more into like an alpha and like it doesn't take shit. And while well, maintaining humor, so I really enjoy that movie. And then a close second. Blaze of Glory or Talladega Nights. I I can't decide between those two for second place. Best,
2: um, I wouldn't call it a cameo, but Zoolander, no? (laughs) He's
1: he's the villain.
2: He's the antagonist. Or what about the campaign with Zach Galifianakis? I actually (laughs) never saw that. Oh, what's his name? Marty Huggins. Marty Huggins. That movie is, and Cam something? Something or other, yeah. But that movie gets dark because he bangs Zach Kovac, his wife, and and then makes it part of his campaign. Oh, geez, that movie! In the dark. in the in the freezer
1: too. It's like the POV from the uh, from the freezer. There is one, God. by the way, that we haven't mentioned yet, and I'm actually mm-hmm. a little
0: surprised. Semi pro. Mm.
1: Oh yes. I, I think yeah. in
0: comparison to all his other movies, it's just not as good.
2: No, yeah, it's not. But I it's agree. Still I don't a know. Funny movie. It's still it's not a good movie. If talking about ones
3: yeah. that we haven't mentioned, I think I it's thought, on the same
2: level. I was thinking about I was thinking about Semi Pro. I think it. I don't know. It was just a little underwhelming. I remember I saw it like after a lot of my friends. It was a little underwhelming in terms of, you know, the jokes and stuff. I, you know, that the plot was there, but it wasn't heightened like some of his other movies. I mean, not that they all are that heightened, but uh, it just seemed to get a little boring. Conclusion on this question is that Kicking and Screaming is by no means even close to
1: Wolf Ferrell's best work, and no one even has it in their top five Wolf movies. Is that a fair no. distinction?
4: Yes. It's no, but movie. we don't yeah.
2: respect that opinion either. So, no.
3: I hope you respectfully declined to talk to her any further.
4: What was her <laughs> reasoning for picking that movie as his best work? I'm just curious.
1: She, she was basically alluding to the fact that it's just also a not as talked about Wolf Row movie that like has a lot of funny moments, which is true. There are some funny moments in it. I, I'll give her that.
4: The but pinches it's were a bad idea. ideas.
1: Exactly. And then Mike Dick is in it. It's, it, it's a funny movie. Mike, but Mike Dick. I do Dick, like the Mike uh, Dick. I don't, needless to say, her and I had a, a good discussion about it. So, Tommy, I know that you have a question that you had texted us early today that uh, is top of mind for you. So what's on your mind?
2: Yeah, so everyone out of the group knows that Carl and myself are sort of tattoo enthusiasts. You know, we follow quite a bit of, I mean, I'm not the biggest social media guy, but we love to follow our tattoo Instagram accounts. Like once in a while, we'll get a new one. You know, I think right now I have about eight of them, only one of them being like substantially sized. I've been thinking through this whole thing. I'm, I'm bored. You know, I, I, need, <laughs> I need something new, something fresh, and I wanted to get a tattoo. So, you know, I want to, you know, leave, the, leave this up to you, to a bunch of my closest friends, to see what kind have, of tattoo would be, would be best suiting for me once, uh, once we hit freedom once again, and why. I have a thought. Oh, no. Maybe, this This just came to me, maybe get your
3: frat letters on your ankle. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who
0: has that. Who would that be, Pat? Do you know anybody that has
3: that? I don't think I know anybody.
0: Oh, yeah, it's Mike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost on on the pad of your foot, so a week after you get it, all the ink falls out, and you can only see Half of the, uh, it's a very small, very make, make sure to have whoever it does it. Make sure that that also happens to you. In and it has to be a janky ass shop. Where was it, Harlem or where, where was? Uh, no, it was uh
1: It was Bronx. a shout out to Champion Tattoo. Uh, we did you like two... shout them out
2: for your janky ass <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta I gotta say, like right now if now that I'm looking at it, the A sort of looks like a lean to from summer camp. And the uh, it's an alpha, accurate it. it's Greek Greek letters. Yeah, well I'm doing it for the lay folk, Pat. Yeah, the Phi, I don't even know. It like it's like kinda hourglass shaped at this point. And the delta it's a, okay, what, here girl. here's
0: how what we'll say. It's a bad fucking tattoo. What it's are your suggestions mistake. for Tommy? Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about. I want
2: a ridiculous one, and I want a real one. And Come Lord, knows I might just fall for the ridiculous, oh, ridiculous one. one. I'm drinking some tequila <laughs> tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh I, uh, I had my ridiculous,
0: ridiculous one, and I
1: texted it to you. Oh. It was a squirrel crawling up the inside of your quad, and it's holding two acorns. And then there's a squirrel going down your other quad
2: that's holding no acorns. What if there's only one acorn present? Oh um, no! <laughs> what you that saying? sounds
0: like a problem you could illustrate out.
1: So there's a squirrel going up one leg that, with so an odd. acorn and a nuticle, and then there's a squirrel <laughs> going down the other leg
3: with just a. Way acorn. to ruin the joke! Now we know what you're talking about.
1: I think we that's always knew what we were talking about.
0: <laughs> I also texted my suggestion to Tommy before, and it was in the spirit of a guy in the UK who. Got the word mini tattooed in his penis in order to get an actual mini so i said that tommy should tattoo the word enormous in very small letters on his member does
1: you know, the right? irony I mean, cancel itself out though even Is if that happens
2: someone might need a magnifying glass though exactly oh look tom just a-miled
1: himself so nobody can make a small penis joke <laughs>
2: <laughs> but and let
1: Tom's mike good. go ahead
2: and make one where do you want it that's the question though right yeah i would so I'm keeping it to this quadrant. So, north, left arm, northern qu- quadrant on the left side. Like chest, no back,
0: just front. Chest, sternum. Yeah, exactly.
2: Arm. Okay. Chest, I mean, into the arm. And so, for those who are listening, I have an eagle tattoo on my mid forearm. So, that up into a sleeve, maybe a little chest, ch- double pits to chesty piece.
4: Yo, I find a, I found a good tattoo for Kyle, but not oh, no. yet. Oh no! What does it say? Damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so for all of our,
4: <laughs> our listeners, because as
0: we know, and, uh, some fantastic people like say podcast or a visual medium. It is a man's left chest with the word mom, except the two M's are replaced with uh, the monster logo. So I will not be getting left that chest ever. Like, do you have
3: multiple? Do people have multiple chests? This is your left, and is left chest your
2: right and
3: a right back. chest. It's your chest and it's your, maybe your left pack and a right pack. This is your okay, pectoral well, most
0: Okay, of Okay. Shut up. Right,
4: <laughs> well, I have I have um, a couple of tattoo ideas. Um, oh, let's hear So for my tattoo suggestion, you should definitely get your girlfriend's name anywhere on your body. That's a good one. Another one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That never backfires.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for you guys to chime in. Obviously, don't do that. Yeah, do not do that. Don't do that. No
0: names.
4: (laughs) I think something like really badass, Tommy, like to fit your uh, eagle theme would be like a Native American skull in a headdress on your shoulder. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Like, just to tie in. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a didn't little esque uh, for me, but... Uh, we, we didn't you didn't tell me you joined a, uh, a biker club? <laughs> no, I... No, Carl, I like... I was actually telling telling Lauren about how I like skulls. I, I'm thinking about, like, some type of a skull. Do sure, it like, like right on hair, like,
0: right on the crux of your shoulder.
2: Yeah, yeah I was th- actually thinking about that, Carl, but I don't know if, like, I want to do, like, a traditional sailor-type-looking one, or... Something that's like cool. And, yeah, exactly. So I feel like you need
0: detail to go with like the... So again, for our listeners who were talking about right. something on Tommy's arm, his eagle is very detailed. So I feel yeah. like you need detail.
1: But Mike has a You thought, can do... You, yeah, what about an animal skull? Because you kind of have like an animal theme. You got the bear on your chest and you have like the...
2: Do you like a steer scene. with yeah, the horns I was, and shit? I saw uh, a couple tattoos of bison, like a bison head.
4: It's pretty cool looking, but would you get it in color or black and gray?
2: That one probably just black and white, black and gray. Are you a Grateful Dead fan? Maybe do
3: something. With, I know that a lot of their albums. I don't know. I, I always picture like maybe doing like a band or song that would mean a lot to me. Um, Grateful Dead has a lot of skeletons on their on their
2: albums, so they I'd do. I'm I'm a dead mm-hmm. fan, but I'm not like a dead head, dead a head. Dad. Yeah.
1: Tom, you should get the lyrics to "Muskrat Love" tattooed on your ribcage.
2: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs>
0: wow! He's <I just> won. <laughs> He's writing that down, ladies and gentlemen. He is writing that.
3: So well, now that Mike is won, can we get a reference. Can, can we? Can we explain yeah. that
2: reference? The, oh, my, oh my dad showed me this song "Muskrat Love" in the car one day, and then I showed these guys when we were in college. Uh, the uh, YouTube video of what's her name from the band. She's singing to Henry Kissinger, Mus- <laughs> this song called Muskrat. Yes, Kyle. This song called Muskrat Love, and it's about two muskrats, you know, having intercourse and uh, a slightly disturbing <laughs> keyboard between the chorus and uh, and what the bridge. The bridge. Yeah, the bridge. What's
4: must red candle light doing the town and doing it right in the evening. It's pretty
0: pleasing. Can I make a uh, can I can I just read On one
1: one verse of the song just cause I think everyone needs to hear this? One feel free. Okay, so the song is Muskrat Love by Captain and Tennille. This is the third verse. It's nibbling on bacon, chewing on cheese. Sam says to Susie, honey, would you be my missus? Susie says yes with her kisses. Now he's tickling her fancy, rubbing her toes. Muzzle to muzzle. Muzzle to muzzle. Now anything, anything goes. goes as they wriggle. <laughs> Susie starts to giggle. <laughs>
0: this is a real I hated every single syllable of that. It's amazing. From six to
1: midnight. I think I think that I think that's your tattoo. I think that's gotta be it. It was nominated for a People's <laughs> Choice Award. My suggestion was gonna be Tom that you know, you were feeling really daring, you can do the post Malone face tattoos and get like
2: the crown of thorns and the always tired of your eyes. Like, that that's that's a real statement. No, you so guys should think. all get a Daniel Jones in his helmet, a picture of a tattoo of Daniel Jones just in a ball sack like right in front of the helmet. <laughs> no, like I don't want to like halfway to... through his visor, just smashing him in the that. face. it would look too much like Eli Manning. I don't I wouldn't want to do that with Eli Manning. It would just oh. look like it would just it would look too oh. much like any inside linebacker in the NFL just smashing Daniel Jones. Tommy's really into teabagging today. Like, well, today's, Tommy's vibe is teabagging. It's,
1: yeah, it's a thing. Believe it Come or on. not, Balls is actually a good transition to Mike's question of the week that he has been thinking about all day. Oh. So, Mike. Oh, Johnny is, the, I'm Johnny on the spot with the transitions. Better if play. you've been living under a fucking rock, there's this thing called Barstool Sports that's on the internet, just the whole internet. And they have this thing called Answer the Internet, and we posted it in our group chats today, sent it around our Instagram chat. And this is the question that they put today. Would you rather never be able to get off again or have the feeling you have to shit for the rest of your life? Now, while on the surface, this may seem like a very simple would you rather question, much to my lack of productivity today, yeah, much to my lack of productivity today at work, this has very much bothered me (laughs) to the point where there is. There is no good answer to this question. Like, <laughs> like you can't, there's no way to balance the scale. There's no way to tip the scale in either direction. Like,
2: would you Maybe never. What if ever, you got
0: used to the feeling of having to shit every day yeah. and every minute?
2: Or, yeah, <clears throat> or it's like some. Or you just became a thing
0: shit. that you like.
3: Do you still shit, but after you shit, you still feel like you have to shit?
2: Yeah, like imagine you were done. Like,
1: you just finished shitting, and normally you have that <laughs> feeling of relief where you're like, oh, we're it's good just, for like it's a just couple one of the chambers never Always. ends. Just always, yeah. But like, it's not like diarrhea where it keeps coming; it stops. So you're like, it's a cliffhanger. It's, yeah, it's like the next season of an it's Amazon TV. TV show. You never know when it's gonna come. Like, it's just gonna.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Oh, it's like it's it's like the countdown cue that pops up after I finish that the episode. Is that
1: what you're saying? Oh, and then 49. Jeffy
2: B makes an announcement and it explodes.
1: Yeah. So like, but then also, if you choose to never like finish again, right? First off, what are you going to do with all that free time? Secondly, <laughs> if you can never
2: procreate.
0: Yeah, that's another thing.
1: We're
2: young. I feel like you're trying to advocate one option over the other, no? <laughs> no, I'm, go, I'm taking
1: you through the mental like, gymnastics that I but, did. Oh, I mean, he has his he has own, own opinion. All right, you, you can ask a
0: question if you want. Typically, it's wrong, but you
1: know. I mean, if I had to pick one. I'm gonna oh, say God. I'd have to have the feeling that I'm gonna shit for the rest of my life. I think that, I... yeah, I think that that's got to be my response because one is an inconvenience, where the other one is like a complete like death sentence
0: to your genealogy. From a from a biological standpoint, you need to be able we, to do
2: that. Well, you can. You can. Go Thus far, people. who knows? Within our mm-hmm. lifetime, maybe someday they could take your DNA from your saliva or skin cells, blood cells transfer it into that of a just put, put it in a little soup yeah I, <laughs> make a zygote <laughs> out of <laughs> some skin cells yep and then Hashtag science
4: put it or, in some soil and water it on wednesday and then you got a new one yes there, there we go, go. Yes. it's very works. easy that is how biology. a bio-dial. tall
2: a tall lean beautiful carl
4: so, yeah, I, I guess I'll go next, and I, I came to this decision pretty quickly because, as most of you know, I have very bad stomach issues, and I'm always <laughs> shitting, so I would pick that one because there's nothing new, you know? I'm already used <laughs> to that feeling. <laughs> so, which That's one fair. are you
0: going with? The, the shitting one. Yeah. Okay. What I, are, what are you know. going to do, Pat? I mean, the answer's from Pat and Tom and Dan. Well, we'll I, I would the compare same, with
2: Carl just because i have the celiac disease and i'm in carlsbad i would i would tend to side with him just because i've been there done that i can i can wait it's my
0: yeah, yeah
3: i'm going to do yeah. the same moment because mike put in the perspective of the whole genealogy thing which i think you got
0: you can't take lightly your biological imperative is to breed and then die
2: yeah but i pat i just made a uh, I just sold you a point on you know technology biotech and the ability for you to transfer your dna into as I guess. I, I don't um, think I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime. I well, I
0: think you're wrong. Well, we need Dan's answer before we can move on to. Dan's somebody thinking else's really question. hard. Like Dan's looking, like he's thinking hard. Dan's about this, really trying. Looks like he has to poop.
1: I mean, <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's an impossible question. Like how how there's no good answer to this question. No. So that that's number one to establish. And Mike already kind of said that there's no good answer. I mean, I I guess I'll just go with with the feeling of always having this shit i feel like you can that's something that you can kind of deal with even though it's uncomfortable Like i guess mike said it best like it's more of an inconvenience than anything and you can kind of deal with it so i don't know I, that, that,
0: it's a shitty question pun intended but you know you just keep a cork in there if you're unsure and then it, you know when you just take it out and then <laughs> can i
1: add a like a perspective to this too um, sure i was thinking when i when i was trying to think about this i thought about that episode of family guy ro- road to multiverse <laughs> where they travel through all the multiverses uh-huh. and they visit the universe oh, I... <laughs> where everybody has to take a shit like right at that moment right like, now oh, okay hurry up
0: Yeah. Hurry up, no problem and then you see hey, them hey, just like walking around their hands <laughs> on their assholes
1: so imagine that is you for the rest of your life like that is the situation oh. that you are signing up for <laughs> pat's question actually revolves around drinking and the upcoming holiday that is memorial day so pat What's your question? Right, and I was also thinking about this, as
3: Dan said, in the perspective of Memorial Day, which is coming up. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like we're going to be in our usual numbers of force as we usually are for Memorial Day, but uh, still, I had this, this uh, quandary come up in my head and uh, a shower thought, if you will. What is, in your guys' opinion, the, the best drinking game I realize it's a very nuanced question. I'm going to give you my answer, and then we're going to take it from there. How's that sound? That sounds great. <laughs> okay, great. Very much contingent on the amount of people at your party. I think if you have numbers, superior numbers, to overtake your enemy, I think you got to do some slap cup action. Agreed. I think I it's like the most that. intense game, and it involves the most amount of screaming, which... I'm a fan know. of screaming.
1: What? Wait, can I put
0: vote to put that in the Indiana Jones? Uh, yeah, that goes the so, in the box uh, yeah. in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. It was already there. I already put it there. However, I'm also going to obviously
3: going to give the nod to Beer Pong only because if you have multiple tables – well, first of all, it's a game that can be played if you have a minimum of four people. You don't need any more than that technically. And I don't know. If you have multiple tables, right, you can – even in a crowd, I think it's – Get a little tornado. You get now. when you completely run a table. Like me and Mike
0: have had that feeling
2: together. Where we. Oh no. You guys shared uh, it?
0: We're getting close to putting this in a box we,
3: too. We, we held each other's.
0: Stop with the ET finger, you fucking psycho.
3: While we were gripping each other's ping pong balls and <laughs> sinking each other's cups. Sinking balls uh, in each uh, other's I don't, cups. There's just, there's, there's just <laughs> wow, no better feeling. Is,
0: he, does anyone have any issue with uh, Pat saying that at a big, busy party, that Slap Cup is the best game?
1: I think you're right, and I think you got to give them out to Beer Pong as well. Uh, Beer Pong is just mm-hmm. the OG classic game. I think around the summertime, and I've seen this more on social media in the last couple of years, people have actually found ways to incorporate fun lawn activities and active drinking games together. So I've seen the game where you have to run across That's like a field, you look. slide on the water slide, yes. you go do flip cup, and you have to Naked. slide back, and the next person goes.
0: No, well, you it could, could be wear naked. clothing.
1: I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's up it's up to you at your mm. discretion. I think in the spirit of Memorial Day and, and summertime activities, I think something like that where you take you know a fun game and add those summer and outdoor elements to it make it even more fun. So just want to add that in. But I, I do agree mm. with Pat. I think Slap Cup is the best. I think that, that, like Pat said, you have to break it down, right? It has to be on a case-by-case. Case. Obviously, Slap Cup is the crowd-pleaser for a large... Grouping of people just due to the sheer numbers of people that you have. Well, um, however, providing
3: everyone a- knows how to play. Because oh, God. When you have to? I mean, to a play chimpanzee could just-
1: play slap. Cut. No, you'd be surprised how many people. <laughs> yeah, you've time. been it at parties. Be- actually, no, you not would know not know be surprised. How to play. People don't know how to play, but I also think that that adds an air of like just hilarity to the game. Watching new people like just really struggle with it. Life. Yeah, also explaining struggle.
0: slap to
2: someone is not possible.
0: You have you to just watch. Feel like it. You just watch. You'll
2: figure it watch. out. <laughs> watch them fail. Yeah. Walk over to them. Console them. Tap. You know, give them a good old pat on the right shoulder and say, you'll mm-hmm. figure it out someday, son. Yeah.
4: And then <laughs> hand them the bitch <laughs> cup and make them chug it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Atta boy, Carl. Filled, I chugged this, this four, with four the, loco. With,
4: yeah, chug this
2: four loco gold. Green apple flavored. Gold. Out of a phone flaming oh
4: flamingo. So I definitely like slap cup, and I say slap cup because I feel like you need to embarrass the person you just <laughs> slapped their cup, and they need to Actual. know that they they sucked. So yeah, yeah, that I'm one, based. you're
1: yeah. correct, yeah. Carl.
4: So that one. Do you is also verbally emasculate
1: the people after you slap the cup. Is that like something you do,
4: dude? So, you have to put them down. You have to put them down in the dirt, lying next to the cup. No, <laughs> so you, you slap the
1: cup with gusto, and then you actually put them down even mm-hmm. further, and, and make fun yeah. of their lives. In, exactly. You, sure want, GTA
3: wasted music.
1: you want their like <laughs> unborn children to be embarrassed of them for this experience that they had previous to their birth. This one slap cup game, yeah.
4: Also to keep to keep like the pace of uh like I like uh quicker paced games, um Flip Cup, that I don't think that was mentioned, was it? No. No, I, mean, no, I, I no, kind of no. said it no. about
1: the uh the summer game, but yeah, that's a top right. three yeah. in that game.
4: Yeah, so that's that's up there. And then like my favorite one of my favorite summer games is most people don't really play drinking, but can jam. Like normally, you're supposed to play Ooh, with yeah, a beer in your hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. Probably Use the yeah. frisbee and slap it in with your other hand. So I like to play that game while drinking.
1: I think that ride the bus and kings are the two most
2: overrated drinking games of all time. See,
4: kings, you're, yes. you're wrong. About kings ride is horrible. Bus. Kings,
2: kings can kill people.
1: Kings is never fun after the first like Cause, round. Because no, no one, it's not.
3: no one, for the same reason. For I guess because there's always one person watching well, I, I actually would go in so far as to say 90 percent of people don't know what all the cards mean and it's just like okay what is which one is this one like every yeah, time i to
2: ask well yeah, like, wait, the I, further like you get a... in the more you forget no i mean is that a on concern? account of the yeah, alcohol. yeah exactly yeah and then the whole yeah. never have i ever thing it's just like i
1: don't know dumb. I, don't I don't like playing that game i don't like ride the bus either i'm sorry kyle i know you like ride the bus so
0: we get yeah, that's, that's why likely, i said you're incorrect but we can agree to disagree that's what, is that when you mi- you you
3: switch seven and fourteen? If so, fuck that game. No, 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 no,
0: no. no, Wait, guys! No, cheers
1: to the governor. Ew. Cheers oh, to the governor. No, <laughs> no. Okay, I think no. we played that one time. What is it? In um, we were in Saratoga. Cheers to the oh, governor. Oh yeah. <sighs> never again. Yeah, you never. For again. anyone who doesn't know, I think I think how it works is you basically go around in a circle, and there's like a pattern of of numbers and and stuff, that you have to. Get numbers right. have rules get, and shit like that. Right, numbers have rules, and you get through the whole. I think you go to like count up to twenty-one. If you get to twenty-one, then you also cheers the government and chugger chug your drink.
3: Uh, if I may, underrated game, red versus black.
1: Yes, it is efficient. <laughs> it is the most efficient drinking game ever. You guys hated me yeah. in college for it, but I always wanted to play red versus black, and it is the most efficient get you fucked up game. Is that the one where you everyone pours a little into the drink? Or is that yeah? We're well, supposed a to play the pitcher. You you're wager, to the yeah. Pitcher. yeah. And right. you okay. has a beer, and you you wager how much, and then you guess whether the cards red or black. Like, complete luck, absolutely nothing no, involved the, in it. Just the, the way the Lord intended. Yeah. The problem with that game is that if you play with a diverse group of people, not everyone drinking beer, so then you have a mixed cup of beer. You you say problem? And death. that's yeah. what makes the game great. That's what makes the game. So Pat, I hope you enjoy the vomit session you would have right after drinking a combination of like eight different alcohols but that wasn't a puker he was a peer uh, uh, Papa didn't ha- Papa that's didn't actually it. accurate
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think last question of the day is going to come from kyle because kyle as we all know always has a lot of questions and thoughts a lot so of opinions smiles. a lot of
0: thoughts top question very angsty angry child yeah so i guess this is one that definitely doesn't really have an answer but it is something that's kind of been on my mind lately so as some of you who are fans of the culture and by the culture and in the gay culture know, Lady Gaga is releasing an album this month and it's her first album since uh, 2016, aside from A Star Is Born, because that was associated with the movie. <clears throat> so four years between albums. And when you think about it, when she started to really come on the scene in 08, 09, she released four albums in the span of four years and now we're or in the span of five years and now we're waiting, Four years for an album. Rihanna is doing the same goddamn thing, except she thinks she's being sneaky, but bitch, we know she hasn't released an album in a little bit longer than four years. And she said she was going to release music in 2019 and then didn't. And is now saying she's going to release music in 2020, which we're assuming that she won't. I understand that, like, they have a creative process and that, you know, writing music is definitely not easy and getting all this stuff together and the production and yada, yada, yada. But, like, why wait so long? I'm just salty and annoyed because, you know, it's been four years without music from people that I enjoy listening to. And I, I don't know, you know, does anybody else feel my pain? Like, why does it take so long for albums to come out sometimes? No, I get, uh, I get what you're saying.
2: can't rush creativity. That, I guess yeah. that's really the
0: answer is like, you can't rush creativity.
1: And isn't that the thing I know with, I mean, for these two examples you listed, Lady Gaga tried to get into like acting for a while, right? And then, yeah. Didn't Rihanna open, like, a fashion line or something?
0: Yeah, but... And here's the other thing with Gaga, too. This album and a lot of songs that she had done were leaked last year. And she still refused to put the album out.
1: So maybe she's like, just waiting for, like, the right time?
2: I, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. No idea. She's trying to, we'll see. She's, in this economy, she's waiting till things are a little bit more stable, probably. <laughs> well, she, she was going to drop
0: it on May 29th so that it would be ready for Memorial Day weekend and Pride Month. But obviously, as we know, Pride is canceled, which is very sad. But um, yeah, that's, I guess that's my like, it's not really a question. It's more of me bitching about something, or, which is why does it takes so long. It's, and I don't know. Anybody else have any thoughts on this? Like bands that have taken huge breaks or solo acts that have taken huge breaks? Just dance. It'll be okay, Kyle.
1: How long did you have that one cocked up just to to use? Because we, uh, as you know, the <laughs> five straight guys, the five straight guys have nothing to add on this Lady Gaga discussion. No, I, no, but that's why I'm saying like <laughs> No, under, he's opening
2: it to the general. Like, the have have, all have all other music. artists ever
0: taken like crazy long? And you've been like, what? So I don't point? like it.
2: So
3: I'll, I'll relate to you in this way. There are some bands that will release like a single as part of an album.
2: Mm-hmm. and
3: I'll have to wait a while for the whole album to come out. Like, they'll tease a couple of a singles, and it's like They'll tease a song,
2: Yeah, and then the entire album,
3: which, I don't know, bands I listen to are just as good, if not you know, better songs. I wait many months before the rest of it comes out.
1: I'm thinking of one right here. I know maybe I'll take some shit for it, but MGMT released a banger like 15 years ago, and then mm-hmm. about five years ago put out an absolutely dog shit album. And everyone had to wait
2: that, like, 10-year period between Uh, them. Yeah, but apparently, apparently, MGMT's music, and if you research them, their music is about mocking mainstream music. So they probably, I don't know, I haven't listened to anything since fucking, like, Electric Feel, but they probably, like, just took their own little creative vision that's anti-mainstream purposely, but...
3: Maybe, maybe they stopped their rampant druggies,
2: and that's why. I know, like, I'm a big Chili Peppers fan,
1: and they all kind of got sober, like, you know, a little after Stadium Arcadium. and they Their music style has definitely changed. Like, I think a lot of them actually became more diverse musically when it came to things like that. I don't know. And then there's, yeah, there's bands that just put out albums all the time and have for, like, 30 years. Chili Peppers is a great out. example of that. Like, yeah. they put out an album every, like, 3 to 4 three years or whatever and they have since nineteen eighty-five. Or Who? we the Chili Peppers. Oh, or yeah. like Weezer. Like Weezer puts out one or two albums a year and has for the that. last like fifteen Perfect. years. Yeah. Different color. Uh, oh, it's just the teal album. Yeah, but I mean they, they released new music. They released their cover album, which I know Kyle doesn't like, but I mean they still are putting things out there all the time. So yeah, there's a creative process, but there's gotta be a point when your artistic talent and your artistic process becomes counterproductive to your release of music and using your livelihood as a business, right? Like, you're still a business. Like, I get you're an artist, but you're also a business. Yeah, an
0: you no, remember- and that's like, I guess to to what you said about the Chili Peppers, like in, in changing your sound, if you're going to take, like, a year or two off and change your sound and to sound like such a white boy, um, Tame Impala did something very similar. He was trying to change his sounds and that's why there was such a big break between his two albums, but I was listening to an interview with him and Rick Rubin, and he was talking about how he got about halfway through producing his album wanting to change his sound, and I was like, eh, I don't really like it, and just kind of went back to what he was doing. So, like, I get if you're going to take the time to completely change the way that you make music, but Gaga, like, to bring my example, Sweetie, like, it's the same, it's a great song, it's a banger, but your album is going to be the same as all your previous albums. It's just a bunch of, like, party anthems for white chicks and gay guys, so... It's just a bunch what of things. What took you so long? I said it.
1: It's just a bunch of things. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, she though, is not right? a
0: Madonna ripoff. Don't you sh- don't you don't you <laughs> those words? Don't you put that yeah. on me, Ricky Bobby? She like is not Donny a Madonna does. ripoff. She's so different. Don't even fucking begin with me.
1: Go down the
2: rabbit hole, Kyle. you I will fly down
0: that rabbit hole, rainbow flag in hand, and tell you why you're wrong.
2: We might be able to make that into uh, its own episode. Artist wow. stealing music. Artist stealing music? Okay. Easy yes, later generation this later generation having their music copied by newer generation or mimicked because I do, there is a lot of Madonna and Lady Gaga. I would agree with that. I think, but but
1: uh, The weekend just put out Blinding Light and that sounds like every 80s disco song that my dad tortured yep. me in the car. Well, because all yeah.
0: 80s music sounds the same.
1: That's and like why. "Aha Touche. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I should see, like, Richard Simmons doing a a workout video to that song every time it comes on.
0: (laughs) All right, bitches, let's go. (laughs) It's a good song. It's a reference
1: to the 80s. I I think to Kyle's point, I I totally understand where you're coming from, because especially in this time where there's not much new news coming up, it's not pandemic-related or whatever, it's nice to have something to look forward to, like a new album or or something that you like that's that's being released soon. So I, I definitely understand where you're coming from in that sense. Very excited. Yeah, I think that'll wrap things up for this episode. And I hope we were able to answer all the burning questions all of us had. The questions will continue and hopefully we can keep coming back together and, and answering all of them in a good way. So I, I think we accomplished that today. So I'm, I'm proud of us. I think we're going to go to our closing statements of the episode as always. Everyone has one sentence to wrap up our conversation. So today, we'll start with Carl.
4: So once again, um I think I need to explain just a quick uh, recap on watering your plants. I usually just oh, bring them to the sink or a shower would do. And then I turn the faucet on room temperature water. You don't want to burn them or cause well, any it sort comes of out and, temperature changes. It only
3: comes out in and cold and, and hot. So how that work?
1: Guys, I'm picturing Carl showering with his plants. Like, you know, like a newborn <laughs> will shower with his plants.
4: Water them for about 10 to 12 seconds each. However many you got, and then you'll be you'll be fine. But enjoy your night. Subscribe, like, follow. You know the drill. Mike, you ruined it. <laughs> now people are <laughs> gonna take a shower with plants.
1: Uh, let's wrap this up. I gotta take a shit. Um, somebody else.
2: Tom, go ahead. To, to Mike's little point that he made before about our my little tattoo suggestion for muskrat love, I was giving it a little bit more thought. I think that when everyone. You know, has to leave this whole COVID lockdown situation. The streets of New York City are going to be muskrat love. Muskrat Susie and Muskrat Sam will be looking for each other out in muskrat land. and by that Ooh, I mean here. There's the rhyme. <laughs> I, so I
0: actually
2: thought like you were grateful.
1: gonna burst into song there, Tom. I really thought you were gonna actually. Do- take a verse and just let it rip and, and sing I'm it. I'm so us, happy
0: that he didn't. Yeah, but you guys don't want
3: to hear me sing. We need more <laughs> professional audio equipment Then yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe for a later date, we'll
2: release some Tom-inspired music. Then call I, the song word of my generation.
0: Kyle, what's your closing statement? Well, uh, I guess my, my thing would be uh, I got out for a nice long walk today for the first time in a while. You can get out and safely take a walk. With all your precautions necessary, please do so. It's good for your mental health. Gotta take a day off from work. If you're still working, take a day off. Take care of yourself. Stay yeah, sane, stay cool. safe, and uh, like and subscribe. And DM us questions. We will do more of these episodes if you like them. Follow Mike's so, OnlyFans. I guess, only fans. Fans.
1: I guess that, well Pat has to go too. Pat what's Pat's closing statement? We gotta gotta hear uh, this.
0: Fuck.
2: No, no, it's fine.
1: <laughs> no, follow Mike's <laughs> OnlyFans. Yeah, sponsor, sponsor only yeah. Shop at Pat's Etsy store.
2: What Mike was done. I just need to tell everyone to fucking only OnlyFans. Sorry. No, that
1: that that's fair. That that is an important PSA that everyone needs to be aware of. So I'm I'm with you. But I'm I'm gonna chime off what Kyle said. The theme of today was questions. So if you have any questions and want to be part of our conversation, follow us on social media. Uh on Instagram we are at the inc- underscore conclusion underscore pod. And on Twitter we are at we underscore digress. So definitely DM us, send us messages, ask us questions. love to have you guys involved in this conversation. And also, uh, follow us on Spotify. Uh, we are now there. We should be on Apple Music hopefully soon. Uh, so like and subscribe us there as well. Give us five stars if you like what you hear. And that will do it for episode nine of In Conclusion. We digress. So please, in the meantime, stay healthy, keep smiling, keep happy, and we will catch you guys on the
2: next one. Sponsor my so says- I said that. <laughs> yeah, but I got to say it. Yeah, he has to say it. No, I said it the first time. That's my thing. No, no, it's both of our thing. It's a not? thing. Yeah, we can alternate. It's, it's
0: yeah, it's his thing. It's what he does. It's his thing. <laughs> it's it's thing. what he does. What, what are you doing?